0: Pack your bags, Raph. Where are we going? We're going to Arkansas. Arkansas? In the United States of America. What a fun place. To see a movie called Minari. What's Minari? Minari is a plant. Go on. That's it. Is this a movie about gardening? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No. Man, my wife would listen to it. If it was about gardening. Yes. If she, our podcast was about gardening. We know we would have one.
1: She would, actually, she wouldn't be a listener.
0: She would be on the
1: podcast. Yeah, let's That's be honest a,
0: <laughs> She would lead the podcast and we would just be here. Or she would criticize all the things we say wrong. Yeah. Let's start a gardening podcast. Yeah. Garden theater. But no, we gardening is a topic, I suppose, farming in particular, because we're going to talk about the movie Minari. Uh, it's about a story about uh, an immigrant South Korean family who's in America, and they go to Arkansas, they buy a plot of land, and the dad starts a farm, or tries to start a farm. Yeah,
1: and this is back in the Reagan era. I don't know what year that is, but it did mention Reagan was president,
0: I think. Oh, this is probably 70s or 80s then. Yeah, I know very yeah. little about American history, so.
1: Yeah. Reagan was a president that I am aware of.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, today's review is going to be a little bit different from our previous ones. We're not going to talk about so much about uh, as uh, a review standpoint. We're going to try to focus in on the themes, the problems. What is the movie trying to tell us? And through some discussion, we'll arrive at an answer. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) The best movies don't have an answer. We will have a discussion that much, I can guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> really hyping it up. Um yeah, I mean like the movie at uh more of a shallow point looks like it's it's a movie about, you know, immigration, about a, a moving and uprooting and trying to find a home. Yeah. Um and maybe even culturally, you know, uh and it might be about the American dream. I think it's
1: very much about the American dream.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think so too, but I think it's going to use the American dream in a way that it speaks about something global, I guess, or universal, a universal law, I think. Universal law. 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 What, yeah. What's the law? I, I, I don't want to start off with the law. answer. Oh, we're teasing them. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out what the universal law is. <laughs> so I'm going to bring up some, what I found were like, general problems that the movie introduced. Uh-huh. You let me know if you kind of agree with them. So one problem obviously is pro- uh, farming. Yes. Um, farming is hard. <laughs> the, the father buys a plot of land and it is hard work. In particular, they highlight, you know, the, always having a source of water so that their, their, the vegetation is fruitful, right? And finding somebody to actually buy this produce. Yep. If you, all this work is for nothing if you don't find someone. Farming is hard. I don't businesses know. businesses are hard. Yeah. Have you you haven't been on a farm, have you?
1: I have. You have? Yes. Why does this surprise you? Which farm? I couldn't tell you. Well, I mean I've been on farm for the um the Ottawa food bank, like okay. where we plant. But uh, so I have literally farmed in the last year.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, we were out on the sun, right? And we were, were planting you there onions. The first time?
1: Yeah, yeah, we plant onions. The last time I went, we actually picked some onions and picked a bunch of other stuff. It was a lot of harvesting, so there's that. I've also been on farms in Nigeria where okay. I, I think it was a corn farm or something like that. I don't remember. There was tall stuff, but I was short then, so
0: who knows what it was. (laughs) We both come into this with some personal experience though, understanding that. I I would say that
1: I can I'm an expert farmer. Yeah. Uh
0: For sure. (laughs) 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 But anyhow, that is one problem that it introduces, right? It's he's taking on this task of farming and there's a lot of obstacles in his way for that. Another problem that's brought up is the son's heart disease. Yeah. Right. Um, Did they ever give that a name? Like no, just, just a hole in his heart, right, or something like that. Yeah. So, so the son's name is David. I don't think his disease is given a name, but we understand that they don't they don't completely understand what's going on, and that's why they they're a little bit controlling about him. Uh, yeah. He's not allowed to run and stuff like that. Uh, and we the conflict or the problem is that you know he's a kid. He wants he does want to experience life. He does want to run sometimes, and he's being. He feels like he's experiencing less life because of his heart disease, and they're trying to help him stay alive, right?
1: Yeah. Um, The parents, unsurprisingly, have a vested interest in keeping him alive.
0: Yes. Another problem is their marriage. Okay. Definitely, they have opposing viewpoints about how to handle what is best for the children, where they want to live, what's the best way to earn the money, all these things, uh, we clearly see there's a toll between them, right? Yeah. Um, And even in the first shot, we, like, when they're in the car, like, they both have slightly different expressions, even though nothing's said. Like, I, you get a feeling, like, the, the woman is... But she definitely doesn't want
1: to be here. Yeah. You get that vibe straight up. Yeah. She
0: does not want to be here, and for him, this is,
1: this is what he wants. This is his dream. Yeah. You almost get the feeling that he did not properly communicate to her
0: what it was they purchased and were moving to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you almost get that feeling. <laughs> um, and something interesting about this problem is, yeah, it tickles down to these other problems, right? Tickles trickles, down? <laughs> trickles. Because it can tickle down too. <laughs> it, it trickles down to these other problems. It trickles down to the son's heart disease, right? What's the best way to raise this kid and what environment to raise him in? Should he be in California or should he be in Arkansas where it's hot? Right, it trickles down into their problem. The fourth problem that I'm about to mention is money. Yeah. Right, how? What's the best way to earn money? What, should they, you know, scrap farming altogether? They're having all these arguments about these things. So clearly, it feeds into all these other problems. Um, I would say these were the four problems I kind of like highlighted. Mm-hmm. Was there any problem that you specifically noticed? Because I don't think this is a full list.
1: I guess I didn't necessarily think of it in terms of problems. I mean, there's definitely also a little bit of a culture clash when the yeah. grandmother comes along because she's a very different person. I mean, she's not American. She's Korean. Mm-hmm. And more so than even um, the the parents, she has spent most, even more so of her life in South Korea. So she's very different. And you can definitely see the friction with her and the kids. Cause, True. Well, actually, the daughter doesn't get to do much, so I can just ignore her. But uh, David definitely, you know, he has these thoughts of, why is she here? Or like, I don't want to her hear like she's mean or whatever. And I can definitely fully sympathize with that viewpoint um, as a child. <laughs> yes. Uh so yeah, there's, there's a little bit of that. I, I guess I didn't think of it in terms of problems because that just sounds a lot. Of that is just domestic life, right? Like you live with a person, you have a family. There will be things that arise. Yeah. Yes, they are problems, but I don't. I don't know if they're worth
0: being categorized. as, Problems. I'm sweeping my arms around. You know, like, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, so the reason why I just categorize them as problems is because I think th- see, the weird thing is some of these don't look necessarily related, right? Farming and the heart disease don't necessarily look related right now. But I think the movie has a single answer for all of these things. Sort of.
1: Are we still teasing? What the yes. universalized? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow, so I also wanted to talk a little bit about certain themes, without necessarily the resolutions, but certain themes that are that are brought up. So I think a big, the big, uh, huge theme is control versus faith. I don't think that's the most accurate way to say it, but control versus faith.
1: Well, because they're religious, their faith is a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Control and faith. Yeah. I mean, he definitely wants to be. In control, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's sort of a okay. fair way
0: of phrasing that. Yeah. So, the what I have to say about that then is that, like, so Jacob, the husband, right, clearly is. And when I say faith, I, I don't necessarily ne- necessarily even mean religious. I also mean just superstitious in the general sense. Yeah. And because the first example I'm about to give is when Jacob is trying to figure out where to dig a well. Right. There's this little superstitious activity that involves a pronged. The dowsing rod. A what? A dowsing rod. Yeah, well, I've never seen that before in my life.
1: It is a thing. It's complete nonsense.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, like that's clearly that's a superstitious thing, and not to say that that's equated with religion. But for the sake of, I think what the the screenwriter or the the storyteller is doing here is that he's saying there's this aspect of you have this character Jacob who tries to take control of his life. He does not accept these these superstitions, really. And he he's always a very practical man who figures things out himself. He's using science. He's using common sense to figure out where to dig the well and stuff. He does not participate in the religious activity in so much as it's just a cultural thing, right? So you on, on one side, you have him who's like that. Um, and on the other side, you kind of have Monica, the wife, who is a little bit more displays more affinity towards towards superstition, right? She's more open to Christianity. Uh, she has a man brought in to to anoint the house and stuff to uh, keep the demons away, right? And whether you think she completely buys it or not, at the very least, she she does show that she has some of these beliefs, right? Yeah. Uh, let's move on to another theme, theme of family. Is that a theme? Yeah, I guess it's a theme. It is. It um, is. <laughs> I think Jacob, and it's most in Jacob, I think, because Jacob questions, I don't know, throughout the movie, I was a little skeptical about his true intentions for the farm.
1: No way.
0: The the intention being rather, is it for family or is it for his own dream because this is actually just something he wants to do? Um, The reason why I had gripe with that is because... He claims that it's for family. And I clearly do know that he cares about the family and wants to provide for the family. But he also seems to want this more than he wants family. Does he? Yes. So when they're waiting in the hospital room, Mm -hmm. he says, you know, I want to see this through to the end, even if it doesn't work out. Yes. Right. And that's him choosing to stick with Farming over his family. And that's why she had such gripe with it. That's why she was so... I don't know if that's
1: fair. Because she presents... She presents the ultimatum, basically. Mm -hmm. She's the one who makes this about family versus farming. Yeah. Because she's saying, I'm going to leave. And I don't want to do this. But he wants to do this. So I don't... I mean, yes, technically he is saying, Oh, I want to keep farming. And you can leave. I would think of it as him choosing farming over family if like he just went out on his own and started like he didn't literally bring his entire family here to do this with him and then the, the wife is choosing to leave i don't know i, I guess i don't i don't fully i'm i do not blame him for saying i
0: want to see this truly end the reason why i do think i think he is is because she yeah she does bring the ultimatum like you said right but she also truly believes that this farm isn't good for the family right She doesn't believe, she believes that like the water or something isn't actually good for their kids. Um, And I, she also has some personal things going on. Like she's not necessarily fitting in with Arkansas that well, right? Yeah. But I think given that ultimatum, even though it might, might even be a little bit of an unfair ultimatum, he still chooses the dream over the family, right? Yeah. And and another thing to back this up with is um you so when the movie initially starts you see him a lot with his kid David right yes in during the middle of the scene uh, middle of the movie the second arc uh, which is probably like what an hour or so you don't actually get any scenes with him with David unless if it's for disciplinary reasons
1: yeah he's definitely very yeah. focused on the
0: farm and, and I think it's intentional to show that he's pulled away from the family. For the farm in his specific this specific case
1: yes so okay the reason why i don't necessarily like that is the same reason i don't necessarily like a lot of the way sometimes in movies we portray these kinds of choices like especially in your hallmark christmas yes. movies where it's like oh dad's always going off to work he doesn't really love the family and in the end it's like well dad's gonna stop going to work now and he's going to hang out with the family. And that makes no sense whatsoever. Because yeah. that's not how anything works. No. So they've moved here. And you can argue or debate like whether or not this was a good choice. But from my understanding, unless I missed something, however unclear he was in fully c- communicating with her, she didn't know they had bought land too far And they were moving to Arkansas to live. Like, she was aware of
0: these facts. It's a little bit weird because I think initially she thought it was supposed to be a garden. And then she's like, this is not, this is not a garden. This is farming.
1: Yes. So, yeah. So she wasn't fully aware of all that, which is, you know, that's on him, right? He should definitely communicate. But then they get there and the man wants to farm <laughs> and he's going to farm. He's farming. And basically all the, this sort of, I think of the most like false dilemmas that come up are kind of irrelevant. Like, yes, he brings the, the produce into the hospital so he can sell it to the guy and, you know, that's bad because his son is sick or his son is getting a checkup but I'm also like but is it bad
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah so I would agree with you him bringing the Protestant wasn't bad it, it, and and I don't think the movie's necessarily saying farming is bad or no no the trees. movie's
1: not saying that because yeah. this is her point of view right? she yeah. is upset with him because of this and this is how she sees that he is constantly choosing the, fam- the farming and this over the family but the way I'm sort of looking at it is like he's not necessarily doing that you're basically you're the one creating this barrier. You're the one making this one or the other, as opposed to just both.
0: Okay, I'll take this on a different turn with the family theme. Yeah, I still have another thing to say. I think the grandma is a huge role in in the theme of family because David initially doesn't like her, right? Yeah. Um, and he, I don't know. By the end of the movie, I'm just going to say the most valuable family member to me for his upbringing was his grandmother within the time frame of that movie. Sure, yeah. Um, Because she was the one who helped him with his problems. She was there to take care of him. Um, And I think the movie challenges a little bit the idea of family and value of what you bring to the table. Um, So what I mean by that, it sounds confusing, yeah. Uh, What I mean by that is like... Yeah, so the the husband is trying to pr- provide for the family by bringing food to the table, right? And that, you can't, if you don't have that, then you, your family's going to starve and die, right? Yes. Uh, but just because the grandma can't work, just because the re- grandma can't, you know, do the typical grandma things like bake cookies or whatever that they that kind of expected of her. Yeah. Even though she didn't bring any actual value to the family, she brought humongous value to David by simply loving him yes okay so we'll we'll leave it on there for family then
1: I mean yes but I don't know if that's necessarily like a controversial thing or a new thing right
0: no that's not a new thing yeah having loving family is valuable in and of itself yes but it is is slightly put in contrast with other parenting
1: within the movie
0: yeah who's parenting uh the particularly the the husband
1: but he's there, though. So I recognize that he's not there for most of the middle. But when we get when we show up in Arkansas, he is, you know, bringing David out to the farm with him. He's engaging with his children. And the, one of the reasons they bring the mother over is because he wants to focus on farming. Yeah. And the wife also wants to focus more on, you know, getting her chicken sorting really up to speed. Mm-hmm. So that's why they, I mean, there's other reasons too, but that's majorly why they bring the mother over. To specifically feel this hole that they know they're about to leave based on what they're doing, so I don't don't think that's bad parenting or a lack of love. I think that's just how life works
0: sometimes. Oh, like, um, <laughs> I think it is. I think the main character because the main character, well, I I'm going from David's perspective here. Uh, sorry, Jacob. Jacob dad. is the dad. Like he he has a flaw, right? Because he is the character who's kind of focused on he has he definitely has a flaw Mm -hmm. and i think that flaw is made perhaps the same flaw that you find in hallmark movies a father who's gone into work too much yeah um but it's a more realistic i guess playing out of the flaw yeah and and it's more nuanced i don't think the the movies flat out saying that everything he's doing is wrong because obviously you can't just quit your job (laughs) <laughs> and say, I'm just going to love you and that will be all you ever need. Yeah. Right? But um, in terms of, I think, what the movie is saying with the family is that, like, let's move on. Let's move on. I'll talk... Oh. On, yeah, well, okay. I'll move on.
1: <laughs> all the juicy conversations have <laughs> been saved for the end. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, you mentioned culture, right? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know if you caught caught this with the Jacob and and uh, the Christian guy that he hired, the really zealous dude. Yes. <laughs> kind of Paul. crazy dude. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul. Um, so they were talking about how far to plant these plants or the, these vegetables, right? And what was it? Um, Paul said they need to be further apart so they have the required space to adequately grow and produce vegetables. And Jacob says they need to be closer, right? Um, this is a very like good reflection of their two different cultures, yeah. right? Where uh, American society kind of has an emphasis on individualism and their, to their point there's a thing where like if you if you do grow too close to somebody if you're too close to somebody perhaps like you won't be able to grow, right? You, you're you stifled by maybe other things I don't know. I In my personal life I know like if I get too close to somebody there's always going to be a point in time where you start arguing and stuff and that's where your, your friendship is actually challenged or your relationship and stuff. And then to the other side, you have the Korean culture, which says, you know, actually they should be closer because, you know, that's what family is. And so his point of view is that these vegetables should grow closer. Also, when they're far apart, you get bigger vegetables and everything's yeah. bigger in Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which state has all the corn?
0: Missouri. Missouri? I, I don't know anything about America, men. Kansas? I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, so this is the first part, though. We get an idea that the vegetables that are being grown represent humans, right? Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a big surprise. Anyhow, and so that's going to suggest that the Minari also represents people and that there's two types of parenting styles. Right. There is the parenting style, which is the farm, the farm parenting style. And then there's the minority parenting style. And I think it all comes together with all these other themes that we're talking about. Control versus faith as well. So I guess I'll ask, what do you think is the most central theme for this entire thing? It's so hard to pin it down to
1: one. So that's the task. You got to do it because I think it's the first one. I think the other ones are sub-things and they're important but I think that's what most of this is. It's about him wanting to control things yeah, and by the end him not letting go of the control of things
0: okay. to some degree. I, I think so too. Let's, yeah. let's go with that. So I'm going to start with the family one since I already start. I brought that up and it has to do with Minari. So the idea I think is of course you have to you know work. Of course you have to have, you, you're allowed to have your own dreams and all these things but like the style in which he farmed part, part of the problem with the farming is that it's it has to be controlled in so many ways the conditions the environment the water the heat even right yeah. all of these things it's so has to be so tightly yeah. controlled and then it can still ran the randomness of life right can destroy it the fire it represents that randomness in life that yeah. chaos that destroys it whereas with the minari the, which is the represents the grandmother's style towards life towards parenting um, was that you just need the right conditions in which life will thrive right so for the boy her way of of raising him up was wasn't to control his his walking and running speed wasn't to control all these things it was to simply love him and in loving him, He grew and he learned how to thrive. Initially, it was hard, right? There was problems. He didn't like her. But after enough love, he was able to love her back and he was able to grow. Uh, And I think that's what Minari means. Like The Minari means that there's a lot of chaos to life. And it's not that you can't have plans. It's not that you can't devise things. Because I will continue planning for my family down the road and stuff yeah. but it's to understand that there are there's a randomness to life and quite often more often than not just having the right condition in this case just loving the pe- the people around you will provide the right environment for your for the people around you that's on the
1: family bit right? yeah I'm not gonna disagree that a loving family is nice and important yeah <laughs> so yes however I still, and this is my sticking point, is a lot of this is framed, not necessarily by you, but also by the movie, as these, like, almost two sides of a coin, one or the other, etc. and I keep thinking, well, they aren't. These aren't actual dichotomies. These are just, these are things that can exist mm-hmm. together, you know? You can have a loving family where you love someone, but also tell them, please don't run, your heart has a hole in it. You know that those are two things that can go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have the right conditions for life and let things start, but like also, if you don't control your farm, you're not going to have very good produce, right? So I guess I say I don't disagree with you. I just think it's not as uh, one or the other, black and white, as I feel the movie's Mm -hmm. (laughs) message.
0: So one thing I thought, if you if you were to watch a Christian movie that you know those grade (laughs) (laughs) eight. I, I'm a I'm a Christian, and yes, some of her movies are are like Hallmark movies. Most yep. of them are, but they 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 give you they provide the answer for you. Mm-hmm. The answer to the chaotic life is that it's not chaotic. Um, that it actually it's all planned, right? Um, but this movie, the reason why I think it has a very kind of universal relatableness to it, uh, regardless of your your faith, is because I don't. When you watch him like anointing the house, I don't get the sense that they're saying what this guy is doing is
1: yeah. It's not framed out. It's framed in like a this is a waste of time and probably just
0: nonsense superstition. Yeah, that's how it's framed. Anyway, that's the way I see it. It, it, it kind of is, and it and even with religion, it doesn't say that there is a god. In fact, they they kind of it does it does some scrutinizing of Christianity. I would say because you have two faiths in the movie. You have the the zealous and almost insane faith of of Paul, <laughs> and then but then uh, almost like one thing you see about him is that he's genuine though, right? Yeah. He's, he is genuine, and, and even though I thought he would be a problem when they first introduced him in the movie because he's like, can I have a job? Basically, I thought he was gonna be a problem. He was never a problem. But what the other type of faith. Is is actually not even a faith really at all. It's more of a cultural thing, right? So if you look at Monica, right, David says, Hey, I notice you don't have Jacob says, I, I notice you don't have friends here. You know what we should do? Go to church. Why are they going to church? To make friends. It's, to make friends, right? It's a cultural thing. Um so I, I don't think the movie frames that the that superstition is necessarily right or you know, having beliefs about things that are beyond your control is right. But what it is saying is that you simply, like, you can't control everything, and you have to be able to let go, right? Yes, up
1: until a point. So, up until he gets the guy with the dowsing rod to come to his farm, I'm on board with you. And then they have that scene, and that, to me, doesn't is not in line. Because you can say, well, yes, he wants to have control of his farm, and he wants control of all this, but life happens and sometimes you can't do anything about that and that is fine that's a good that makes sense and the minority they flowered and you need to be able to go with the flow and you know yes you have plans but you need to be able to accept that things are not always the way you want them to be and yeah. that's something you need to learn and that's something they all need to learn honestly because they're all struggling with this yeah but i take personal umbrage With the dowsing rod at the end. Because the fact that he just says, yeah, come, come point water at me. That is basically saying he's like, I'll just let things that I know to be wrong (laughs) happen because I'm just going for that. That to me is taking it a step beyond what makes any reasonable sense with this character, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, I, I worry about what the messaging of that is. What are we trying to say here? That, you know, if you're trying to do a thing and, like, are we saying, always listen to the experts? But when you have demonstrable proof and, like, research and science that says this is not how farming works, then, you know, why are we accepting this just because we're in this very zen
0: attitude all of a sudden? I I guess I I was struggling with that. I was like, what what are we really trying to say here? (laughs) So I think I'll mention first that the first and foremost interesting thing about the ending is that they don't tell you whether that works, right?
1: Yes. I mean, we can imagine that five he, he does that and then he plugs it in and then it doesn't work but I mean if that's the case then why did you show up that to well you?
0: it it it's unanswered right and the reason why it's unanswered I think is that's part of the the chaos of life right you you you're going, you can try it out maybe there is something to it out there maybe there is uh, a God out there maybe there is some superstitious things out there but you don't know for sure is what the movie is saying, right? And it's not saying that it was a good thing to do for him to douse. It's just saying that the the good thing of him was being able to let go of control. Whether specifically dousing is an actual thing, that's it's not saying that's, whether that's true or not.
1: So like saying he doesn't know for sure that this doesn't work, so there's no harm in him trying, and the fact that he never tried is a problem. Is uh, that, that sort of what you're getting right? that, that, that? Like his, his frame of mind, his attitude
0: towards it, the fact that he's closed minded about it? Yes, kind of. I th- I think primarily I would say it's more about letting letting go of the control, and understanding that there are things in life maybe you don't. Yeah, I guess I could go as far as saying the the things in life you don't understand and you should have maybe an open mind to it. But so I can get on board with him being open minded and trying it out. Yeah. It did
1: cost money, though, which yeah. was the yeah. fact... Depra- if they just said, we'll do this for free, I'm sure he would have been like, sure. <laughs> but let's cost money, and they are tied on money, which I understand perfectly why he doesn't do it then. Um,
0: yeah. I, I w- wouldn't have done the thing either.
1: Yes. I, I have trouble empathizing with any other person in this story because I am fully on board with what the guy is doing. <laughs> Except the fact that, you know, he did not communicate this. And obviously, so put his family in a situation where they... A, didn't want to be in, and B, were not expected or warned about being in. That part's not cool. But the rest of it, once they're all day, I'm like, this guy's just, he's just doing life, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think it's, uh, I I like, as opposed to the Hallmark movies, right? They At the very end of the movie, they're still farming. Yeah. The, the, the big thing is that they're farming together now. So, but...
1: I, I don't know if I'm forgetting, like, what causes that? Ch- I mean, obviously, the there's the, the
0: fire and um stuff happens with she she doesn't die right she's still alive yeah grandmother uh, no she does that uh grandmother oh yeah she she doesn't die okay what
1: changes the the wife's mind
0: it, uh, does, does it just fade off into montage after that no so it, it's weird so i'm glad you brought that up because i wanted to talk about the fire at one point mm-hmm. so for me the fire the fire itself is not necessarily a plot twist. I mean, it happens and I, I didn't expect it, but it's not really a plot twist in the sense because I already understand that they're talking about the chaos of, of life. Yeah. But um, what I thought was a plot twist was her action. The grandmother? Monica, the wife. The wife? Yeah. So uh, Jacob goes in immediately to go grab his stuff. And I understand, of course, he's going to do that to try to save the veggies that he has, right? This is his livelihood. The wife, when she, I didn't expect her to go in and help him. Like, when I first, and, I, I, and I'm saying this having, like, I was watching every minute of the movie. I was paying attention. My prediction was that she was going to, if she goes in, she's going to tell him, like, this is insane. There's a fire. It's over. Yeah. Let go of it, right? Let go of this, which is because she wants him to let go of farming anyways, right? Or at the very least, she might just say, like, come on, like, drag him out, like, save him. But she goes right into there, risks her own darn life to help him with this like dream that's clearly crushed now, right? Yes, like I'm not I'm I am i am i do not know if they got to start with anything. and I thought doubtable. <laughs> yeah. so what that reveals to me was that like she always loved him like she always did care about him and when it came to it like, She did not metaphorically walk through the fire with him. Like, she literally walked through the fire with him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Take that as you will. Maybe a little bit on the nose with the cliche there, but... The movie's not being super subtle with his messages, yes. (laughs) Uh, But, like, she was 100% all the time with him. And for me, it still made sense because I did see, like... She was opposed opposed to it a lot, but I know that she was always supportive and did care about him.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's... It's very... At least I found it very easy to dislike her. Um, but that is not fair. Because, again, like I said, she has been thrown into a situation she doesn't want to be in. Yeah. And she wants to be somewhere else. She wants to be back in... California? I think so. Wh- wherever they're from. And that's where her friends are. That's where her life is. And that's where she thinks it's better to raise her kids, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, obviously, she's... Mm, she doesn't like it. And every chance she gets to move, she wants to move. Where I think her fault lies is that she doesn't give it a shot. I don't think she ever genuinely gives it a shot. Whereas I think from the husband's point of view where his fault lies is that he he's going he's too gung ho about it. It's like this dream that he has. Yeah. And he's unwilling to A, take into account that other people don't necessarily want this. Yeah. And he's just sort of diving into it head first. So that's his problem. And her problem is that she's I, I think she's unwilling to give it a shot. And every even while they're farming, every time she's just like, "Can we just go back to
0: chicken captain? Um Yeah. yeah. Uh, to throw a ranch in there, I, I love wrenches. Yeah. I would suggest she kind of gave it a shot, maybe, because she does go in there, and although, she, and it, the movie is explicit, basically that she never does anything to help him with the farming until the very end, right? Yes. But she allows him to take water from their own house to to fuel and feed the the veggies, his farm, right?
1: Allows a strong word, but yeah.
0: He she, did it. She, she, was, she, was she was aware a, he did it. She was aware she of it. Did not say it and didn't say anything.
1: Yeah. You know. um,
0: I'd be, for my own family, I'd be pretty concerned about that when I, and suddenly my taps don't work because there's no more water.
1: Yeah. When push comes to shove, when too thick and thin or whatever, when things are actually on fire, she's definitely with him. They obviously love each other and are in it together, I'd say, and it's sort of. It's like the quiet hardships, I guess. It's that's kind of interesting where they're they're having all this trouble when it's the small things. It's like the water. Yeah, water is not really a small thing, but <laughs> it's the water and and you know the farming and like being uncomfortable and you know wanting your friends and all that stuff. And that's where they're having trouble. And that's when she wants to leave when she's done with all this. And then when there's a fire, where it's like a literal disaster happening, that brings them together. And that it's like okay, let's just do this and let's. I think what's happening there is not necessarily that they're going to have a successful farm or whatever, but like they're going to give it a genuine shot, which is what
0: I thought they should have been doing from the start. Just give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I don't feel like it says anything necessarily about like you should let go of control and embrace the superstition and just embrace it and accept it. I don't think it's saying that working is wrong or that following your dreams is wrong. I think in all of this, it's just saying like, I don't know, it, it felt to me like it was saying, in doing, you can't cease being. Um, like, you can't forget like who who you are simply as a person. Okay. Then I think that's something the grandmother kind of understood because all she was, she was a grandmother and she never did the things of a typical grandmother, but she was always there for him just as a grandmother because she was his grandmother, right? Yeah. yeah. Jacob has, I'm sure he does want to take care of his family and there's a conflict there with the dreams, but in, I think the point in which his dream takes over, taking care of his family or they're pitted against each other is when he forgets about his family and he starts doing all these things. He's always trying to fix things practically and he forgets that he's just, he's also in one way, just a father. He also just needs to be a father to, to his son, right? And it, I think that's the thing that goes back to with Minari, right? The Minari, like, there wasn't a lot necessarily that you have to do in just being the, the, these things and being a father and being a mother and being a son, a daughter on all these things. You can actually produce a, a bountiful life, mm-hmm. right? And, and at the point at which you forget those things and you start just doing and focus on that, that's where you've gone overboard to, yeah. to a you know a, a hallmark movie. <laughs> I can agree uh-huh. with that. Like the in the pursuit of greatness or whatever,
1: or pursuit of any dream, you can't just you can't forget to live. Y- yeah, you're going
0: to use an arcane line.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Um, in the pursuit of greatness, we forgot to do good or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you you can't just and I'm sort of thinking it's like the American dream is sort of this is not what the movie is trying to say, this is just how high I feel, how I sort of spin that, that, that American dream is sort of poisonous. Yeah. It can be poisonous and if you're, if you're focused on some externality and you have expectations set and you have all these things in your head and you just forget that life happens, man, and you can't control everything and, yeah. you, 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 like, drive towards your goals, absolutely, but, like, do not become so single-minded on that that everything else falls away because yeah. that is not how you live a happy life and that is, in fact, will poison your life and, you know, if he'd had his farm and his farm had been successful but his family was back in California, he would not have been happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I don't think the wife would have been very happy. She'd gone back and become the best chicken counter ever, but her husband wasn't there and she got to raise the kids alone, right? So maybe what the movie's saying is we can all, all find a middle ground. Maybe that's what I'm saying. We can all just find a middle ground. How about I, we just find a middle ground? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think so. I I think I don't think the movie's saying, you know, Right, what a Hallmark movie is saying I don't think it's saying that just use your own two eyes and be practical in every situation right rely, or, rely on only yourself it's saying that life is life right pursue things do things that you do in life but yeah. just don't forget don't forget to just be there just don't forget be forget to live right and I think that like in society this is something I always struggle with I always gain value from purpose mm-hmm. right so for me there's always a goal that I need to be striving for to derive some sort of joy. Um and this movie suggests, I think, I'm a little bit like you joy will come and just pursue things, but like joy will just be there, right? Yeah. Be a person, be a human being, be a friend, be a wife, a husband.
1: You know what's interesting? Well, at least I find it interesting. I'm actually looking at my notes now. <laughs> um, is I realized when he, unless I'm remembering this wrong, when he shows up in the, the barns on fire, he runs in to grab his things, right? Does he know where the, the grandmother is? Because I found that noteworthy. I was like, the first thing you thought about was your goods, not the other person that could have mm. been in there yeah dying. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's just another highlight of like, yes, obviously he's he gets to focus on the craft and the farming to do with of and all else, but yeah. I just remembered that and I was
0: like Oh yeah. You've uh changed your original Uh I mean, did I yes, I
1: feel like he does he did get too focused on it. But I guess what I was pushing what I'm pushing back on is more like I can understand his frustration with yeah. like, can we just do this? And a lot of that is not happening. And I can see how that would drive a person to focus more and more on it. Mm-hmm. So I guess not necessarily that I fully agree with him, but that I understand where he's coming from a lot more than I can really get where the other people are coming from, especially the two kids, because they're two kids.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. Actually, I one thing I thought very relatable with David was, I don't know, finding your grandmother a little bit weird.
1: Oh, 100%. I fully, I'm oh, on board God. with, like, I don't want this woman here. She's weird. I don't like her. She smells funny. Like, all those things are really mean and childish things to think. Yeah. And I remember thinking that about my grandmother. So, yeah.
0: I was a yeah. little afraid to hug my grandmother, I think, when I was, like, David's age. Yeah. It's like, I'm so sad that I was ever scared of hugging my grandmother. Yeah. I wish I could hug her more, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kids be kids.
1: And, yep, yeah, that's why you don't let like kids make important decisions, everyone.
0: <laughs> um, sweet. I think we've landed on a pretty good spot. Yeah, I don't know if that had any structure at all. <laughs> Problems, themes, arguing. <laughs> what is the main theme of this episode? What is the main theme of this episode? What's the title?
1: What is this? Themes in the night. Amer- night and the American Dream. You know how... Help how, us workshop the title, audience.
0: <laughs> it, you know how dumb that is? I just thought the same thing. And I was like, wait, it's going to be released. <laughs> I hope uh, you guys, if you're looking for a movie out there that's a little bit different than, I guess, your blockbusters, it's something to go back to more of like a actual, like,
1: I mean, if you're looking for it, we just ruined the entire movie, so maybe we should write a non-spoiler version of this.
0: <laughs> if your ideologies and beliefs have been confirmed, <laughs> drop a like. I don't
1: know. This episode was brought to you by the Farmers Association of Arkansas. <laughs> Get your thousand rods today for only nine ninety nine plus tax. Trust us; they know where to plant the well. <laughs>